0: connection with others, but in a way that enhances who I am, I don't lose myself in that. Mm. And we're watching that because we see some people surrender the individuality of who they are into a collectivism, into an ideology as an example. And we also see those that are fiercely out of the system, right? No, I'm not going to be anywhere near that. And so we see this pendulum swing. So it's interesting to watch it on the macrocosm, because I think we're seeing it at that level, and recognizing, well, where does that begin? Mm. It begins with exactly what you just said, which is the individual relationships, the personal relationships, the intimate relationships. of so Can we be both an unbelievable partnership and unbelievable individuals at the same time?
1: Yeah. There's a fear, especially in men, of like, well, if I let this feminine thing happen, I'm going to not be a man anymore. You know, and I'm going to fly off into airy fairyland, and everybody's going to think I'm a loser. (laughs) You know, I know for guys in construction, it's all over the place. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not going to decorate my house. I'm totally fine with a couch and a TV. (laughs) Like, (laughs) right?
0: But it's 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 interesting because this was this was an offline conversation we were we were having the other day of how is it that we can go on this inner exploration and we can go into things like our emotions. We can go into our feeling states and our our sensing. We can go into the spirituality and the depth of what it is to really go in and discover who it is that we are. And most of this type of reflection and contemplation has historically been considered to be more feminine in nature, feminine in energy that's there. But how is it that we can do that because we so desperately need it and integrate it with the masculine, integrate it with our manhood, and so that it's not a sacrifice. It is not a, we're leaving this behind. It's a both and. And I think that gets lost. It, it's so much of what I you know, see in all sorts of different arguments is it, it becomes an either or as opposed to a, no, 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 it's not an either or. It's for us to have wholeness. We're going to bring all of this back together again.
1: I'll say it like this, and I'll say it almost as a challenge to men that are listening if they feel that way. If you want to be able to hold space for people, you have to hold space for yourself. And the more that you do that, the bigger your space opens for others. And so if we're not willing to feel what is going on inside of us, I would argue that you're actually less masculine than you think you are.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> That's a gut punch for everybody. That's a gut punch right there.
0: And I one that I would I'd high-five you for. <laughs> because I want to come back to this new way of leading. So take us now on the journey of the man's out of the cage. You guys are walking together and so much is transforming with kind of every step until you reach that gate. You look back and then look back at the man and he is completely transformed. Take us through what that transformation is.
1: You know, it's interesting because I feel like that is kind of the next arena of my life. That's kind of what I am stepping into now personally learning what that means learning how to lead looking at this man who is completely transformed and being like how did that happen (laughs) you know and so it's it's kind of new ground for me and if we're going to lead i don't want to lead people astray but i will say one thing it starts with what has happened in my life recently the complete deconstruction of everything we think we know for sure, everything that we have put stock in to keep us safe, these markers that we create in our life of, okay, I've accomplished this. you know, It begins with the loss of all that. And if we look at it that way as, okay, this is part of my evolution. This is a necessary step. This is actually what life wants for me. We can let go a lot easier and save ourselves a shit ton of pain pain that we should feel, (laughs) you know, to be honest, I don't have a great answer for that yet. That's something that I'm, I'm figuring out, but I do know that it involves a lot of love and a lot of care and a lot of respect and a lot of honor for the people around us, for the planet Mm -hmm. that we live on, for the earth that we walk on that feeds us. And it's something that I see growing collectively. And that, that gives me a lot of hope. There's a ton of great organizations and people that are doing that work and that are starting this there's a lot of fear of the loss of the systems that we have in place in the world today which is totally valid and you know yeah it's going to be scary thinking about getting your food from a different place or whatever that means but i think that there's a big courage piece that comes into play of okay things are changing you know everybody can see things are changing in the world and it's about having the courage to stand there and Say, okay, what's happening? How can I serve? How can I help? I think that's a huge part of leadership that we're seeing a growing population of today.
0: What I will just add to that, because I agree with all of that. And what I would add is that there is that archetypal transformed man, let's say, that we are now talking about. And to me, man or woman, it represents a reunification that we have found that unity, that wholeness. Back within, and that brings us into our essential
1: self. So, when he floats up in the sky, right? So, up until that point, there's two men walking side yeah. by side together. When he floats up in the sky, I look at that as the reunification. And I also look at that as a sign that this is God. Yeah. You know, this man that was this beautiful, benevolent, loving, caring, just, ah, oh, just this. Gorgeous man turned wretch. It is all God, right? This destructive force, this pain, this is all God. And he floats up into the sky and he's like, here you go, Ryan. Now it's your turn. And I'm like, (laughs) what is that? You're just going to leave me here high and dry with the stick. Come on, man. But I look at it as that's a metaphor that we are our creator. And we are our creation. And when we become whole, that's when we can truly lead others instead Mm. of leading them down the destructive path of one side or the other.
0: Yeah. Beautifully said. And I, I guess I would pose that then to, you know, to everybody listening. You know, there's so much here. Take from this story. We've offered you our thoughts of you know, Ryan's personal reflection on, on what he's experienced. So in my reflections on what it is that I've heard and what I've received from this. But take the time to consider what each of these elements and what this story has meant to you. And you know, that kind of big question at the end of what is it that supports you in returning to wholeness? What are the parts of your life that you need to address? What are the parts of your life you need to sit with more? What are the parts of who you are that you need to welcome back and bring back into the fold and show some of that love to? I just want to comment further on, Ryan, as you've gone on this journey, you talk about that deconstruction, which I also very much agree. It's part of this journey is to deconstruct, to unlearn, however we want to frame it, to allow that which is not in alignment with who we truly are to fall away. You know, at the same time to what you were alluding to is I don't want to scare everybody. It doesn't mean that every aspect of your life is going to go.
1: I still got my house.
0: (laughs) Yep, right. Exactly. And, you know, it does not necessarily need to be a complete rip the bandaid off kind of moment. This can be a journey and it is one that you can enter into with trusted guides, with trusted circles, with, you know, trusted teachers and, and whatnot who can support you in that process and the communities that can support you in that process so that you don't have to go through it alone. It's funny to me because, you know, having done this work in a variety of capacities for, you know, for many years now, the thing that I have found is how often you see a lot more than two scenarios, but I'm going to give you two because you presented one, which is when we go through a a major journey like this, there's a lot that ends up falling away. And all of a sudden there's tons of change. There's the void. There's like, we go through all of this and then it's like, how do we re-enter and transform into this whole new life?
1: The disconnection from spirit too. Disconnected. Of like, I can't feel anything bigger than myself.
0: Right. And we feel so disconnected and isolated in those moments. And I've watched people go through that and at the same time come out with a more loving relationship, which was the relationship they were already in. I've seen them love their job more, not leave their job. I have seen them you know, fall in love with the life that they already had all over again. But now they're relating to it in a completely different way, a completely different way of being, a completely different level of consciousness, stage of consciousness. And so it doesn't necessarily mean everything falls away. It means that that which is still aligned with you is going to be there. That which was not aligned with you is going to fall away.
1: So the things that I lost were all because of choices I made when i got into my band i had a thought a very whispering mm. thought of i shouldn't become business partners with this person and i ignored it when i got into my marriage i had this thought i shouldn't marry this person and i ignored it you know <laughs> when i was a workaholic for 10 years it was like every day there's got to be a better way than this
0: mm. and i ignored it really glad that you added that before we completely wrap up here i mean i can <laughs> It makes me think of, of the different times where I have also ignored some of those inner whispers and those additional signs, everything else. And every time I do it, the universe is like, listen, I'm going to give you a bigger sign. If you ignore that one, I am going to slap you around. And sure enough, every single time (laughs) I've ignored something and I've ignored it again, ignored it again. Then life is just like, here, fine. I'm going to get your attention with this.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. The whisper (laughs) becomes a bullhorn right next to your ear.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I appreciate you adding that in. Ryan, I want to thank you so much for being here, for sharing, you know, you yourself, for sharing this story. I have a feeling this is not the last story that we're going to be hearing from you. Before we sign off, normally I ask, you know, how can people be in touch with you? Certainly add that. But specifically, I want you to say, how is it that people can follow your music?
1: Mm. Well, that I don't know yet either. <laughs> so I haven't created anything yet after my band ended. I'm, I'm in a reconstruction process now. People can find me on Facebook under Ryan Matthew. There's a picture of me singing up there with a cool hat on. Everybody loves the hat. You can find me on Instagram as I think it's Ryan Matthew Official. I'm sure we're going to do this again. So by yeah. that time, I'll have probably a reverb Nation or a TuneCore set up with some of my songs on it. I have a few songs that I'm ready to release. So I'm working on that but maybe we can do an update for your listeners later. Awesome! It's been a joy to be here, Luke, and to tell this story and to talk it through with you and watch it evolve and grow and new things showing itself. And this is so full circle for me, listening (laughs) to your podcast for the last five, six years and and now being on it, it's so cool.
0: Outstanding. Ryan, thanks again. This has been an absolute joy to have you on this walk. And I agree, we're gonna be doing this again.
1: Pleasure to be on this walk with you, Luke.
0: I want to thank you once again for coming on this walk with us. Do me a favor. If something in this story today stood out to you, it's something that's going to be sitting with you or that you're going to be walking with for quite some time. Do me a favor and share it back with us. Whether that's on the On This Walk Facebook community or as I mentioned at the top of the show, DM me on any of the socials. Contact me and let me know what did this story mean to you? What were some of the things that you drew out of the turns, the twists of what this man and what his journey has been. What stood out to you? What did it resemble to you? What did it bring forward for you to take a look at in your life? And do me a favor, as always, if there is something that stood out about this story, about this episode, pay it forward. Be sure to bring up this conversation and go on a walk of your own with a fellow man who you think you can benefit from whatever it is that you're walking away with from this episode.
1: Once again, thanks for tuning in to On This Walk.